Cross the Streams Podcast. Cross the Streams Podcast. Kip and Kane. Season 4 is here. New content in all our favorite segments like Listen Up, Hometown Heroes, Useless Full Information, Calling Men In, and many more. The Ion Brothers are back, everybody. Cross the Streams podcast, a useless full information outtake segment. And I think we did this last year. Coach Jack Martino joining me as always for the useless full segments where we watch a game on our end and we kind of live commentary almost as if we're in the stands and you're sitting next to us with our popcorn and our beverage of choice. Um, Trying to sound smart, trying to sound important. Uh, We take periodic breaks and we come. I think we did it for Blazers Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, didn't we? I think so. Was that last season? Yeah, I think it was. And it was it was a really one of our best listened to episodes. I don't know if we said anything smart. I bet we were entertaining. Oh, I guarantee we were entertaining. <laughs> so today it's we're not that about that. We're in pregame right now. We're set up. We're taping off Zoom. We're watching Comcast, uh Comcast Sports Net for Lakers Blazers round one. And before we dive in, coach, this this whole blacked out thing. With yeah. being able to watch the Blazers or not watch the Blazers, what the hell's going on? Go so, through your setup. I've got I've got Direct TV because okay. I got to have the the league pass. Yeah, I've got to have extra innings to right. watch my baseball team lose on a nightly basis. And so I've just had it since forever. Right, one of their oldest customers. But we don't get whatever. What's the channel the Blazers are on? Comcast Sportsnet usually. Yeah, it's when yeah. they're like a local game. Right. DirecTV doesn't have that. Just like DirecTV doesn't have the Pac-12 network. So that's so, how you're getting screwed, right? Yes, so, I know. Well, what about the TNT I, situation? Now, that's where we're both getting screwed because this is a national game. It's round yes. one. TNT's doing it. And the, the blackout screen comes on like it's 1987 in Oakland. And the Raiders are trying to gouge the city. Right? What is? I don't that understand was, that. that. Hey, that was every 49er home game when I was a kid before they were good. Every 49er home game was never televised. So this entire run, if I've tried to watch the the, the show that has been Dame Time, and if you listen to yes. Kane, Kane and I last week, we, we did a special edition on the drive just talking about Dame being awesome. If I'm in yeah. the comfort of my own home, which I should be quarantining against COVID, yes? Yes. yes. I, I can't so. watch the goddamn Blazers? Hey, owners of the Blazers, I can't come to the arena, man. What what is the I I'm so furious and I'm not that it I doesn't make any sense I wasn't expecting that at all no like this game I, I right now is to be a able to watch him I think this and, is a Mike Breen game this is Mike Breen and Van Gundy and I'm stuck with Jordan Kent and Lamar Hurt and I think Lamar Hurt's fine when it's Lakers ver- when when it's Blazers versus Hawks in the middle of December that's great this yeah. is the fucking playoffs so so even with uh, Xfinity, I'm assuming you have, or whatever it is, Comcast. Yeah. You're you're unable to get TNT. Yep. You've got to go straight to the Northwest game. And even uh, when it was on ESPN, all I've been able to watch the Blazers during this run when I haven't been, when I'm in Salem, is I have to go to the Comcast. Now, thank God I get it, but right. still, I don't understand that at all. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. At this, I didn't think that was going to be a problem at all right? for this. And then I looked it up today, the first two rounds are blacked out. Oh. So you're not getting them. You're not getting TNT broadcasters until they make it. Whatever. What is that conference final? Yeah. And see, that's yeah. even a bigger problem because you know how life is. All of us. We could be all over the world in any given day. And yeah. usually, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I got Xfinity Stream on my phone. I can watch the right. game. You cannot watch Comcast Sportsnet 
off of your if you're not on your own Wi-Fi stream. So really, I, they want me oh, at great. home on my couch. That's where they want me. <laughs> That's what they want me doing. And I, I don't know who the genius was that set that up in the age. It doesn't of make ease. any sense. I never understood. No. But I sidebar, if I'd have told you, okay, last last, you know, early in January, I said, hey, you know what? We're gonna do another one of these outtakes, but we're gonna do it via a Zoom call where we screen share a blacked out game on Comcast Sports Stream. You your head would have exploded. Your head would have exploded. <laughs> but that's 2020, everybody. It's 2020. Uh, now, moving on. Now, I, I'm just going to let your comment about your Giants float because I don't need to tell you that the Dodgers are 17 and 7. The Dodgers are a pretty good team. They won seven in a row. Mookie's hitting homers every third tweet scroll. Mookie's hit another one. <laughs> Kenley Jansen's rediscovered his mojo. Things are happening. We just swept the Angels. We blew, We had 11 runs against the Mariners. The Dodgers are legit. Now, if baseball yep. could just stop partying to make sure we finish this game, this season, things would be looking up. They're doing a good job because I think they've gone deeper quarantine than anybody else. They're making their – Dave Roberts making the batting coach sit in the clubhouse when Ooh. they're on defense. See, and I like that because Dave Roberts yes. knows if I don't win with this group, there's no way I pull another season out of the genie's hat this time. I don't see how he may – I don't know how – I mean, he's such a likable guy, but my goodness, he blows another one. Because there's too much offense for them. To, I, it's going to be – it's going to be it, – it's tough this year because there's no home field advantage. They're going to have the best record. Right. But what are they playing in front of? Right. I mean, they get their feet field, but that's it. Right. Uh, right. I have – it's been fun. It's been, I mean, it's been fun watching them. Good, the Giants have – that Yaskrebski kid's pretty good for the Giants. Good. Yeah, he's not he's bad. Good, and that – in two years, hopefully he's the only guy left. I hope everybody else, the other 24 guys, better be gone. I mean, there was a game we were texting. There was a game, the second time they played, was that last week, when every yeah. single move Kapler made to the bullpen yeah. resulted in a fucking moon bomb from the batter. He, he is getting roasted. Is he? In the Twitterverse of the Bay Area. Roasted. <laughs> well, you know, anybody who took over for Bochy is going to get roasted. Right. But this guy, every move that guy makes, and that wasn't the only game. Every pitcher he brings in gets rocked. It's yeah. the wrong time. I mean, he did, they, they should have walked. I mean, it's the dog. They should have walked. They would have won yesterday, but they, they pitched to Albert Pujols with two outs and first base open for no reason. Yeah. And the guy behind him hadn't had a hit all year. Right. And Pujols hits one almost through the wall. <laughs> and it's not 2006. So it's not that Albert Pujols. No, it wasn't that Albert but when you put the ball on a tee right at his belt, <laughs> he can hit the ball the way he did in 2006. Oh, the Blazers-Lakers game is in pregame. Just went to a commercial. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. All right, we're back. Useless full information. Outtakes. Lakers-Blazers. Coach Martino's here. Kip is here. We're going to do a cool thing on this. We've got the Zoom rolling, so we're going to get guys calling in, the usual suspects on the podcast. Kane's going to call in a couple different quarter ends. To discuss, David Gunn from Listen Up is going to call in a couple different quarters. My brother-in-law, Coach Josh Erickson, who was on an episode this year talking about the last dance. He's going to call in start of the fourth. Um, so we're, we're going to keep the discussions moving. Talk about the bubble, Coach. I love the bubble. I've loved every second of it. I was very uh, pessimistic about it to start, but it's been phenomenal. NBA, I think a lot of credit goes to Silver, the Players Union, all the money they had to throw in to make, but it's been like the model of how to exist in COVID. Yeah, you got to do it. And I think it sounds like, I mean, I know nothing about it. It sounds like the NHL is having luck in the bubble as well. 
And now I'm hearing the other day that baseball, once the playoffs starts, thinking about going bubble. I think it's using great. Two, using going to New York and using two stadiums and yeah, or something like that. So that I makes mean, sense. Why wouldn't you? You can't take a chance of, of all blowing up once the playoffs start, right? So, so it's. I think the give a shit level from the guys too has been unbelievable. Like, and I know, like, we'll get into my our thoughts about defense, but I do think guys are giving a damn. I think the level of intensity. Maybe that's because I've only watched the Blazers games and the Lakers. But most mm-hmm. of the Blazers games have been do or die. But like the right. Suns were the Suns were playing their ass off. No, uh, they were playing really hard. Right. And I've watched them. I haven't watched much. Um, it seems based on scores that there's no defense being played. Well, and you tell me otherwise. See, I think we can dive into that as we get to this game because I'm very interested to see. I think everyone went vanilla defensively scheme wise. That wasn't okay. that wasn't fighting. I don't think the Blazers went vanilla. They just can't guard anybody. But I think right. the teams that were already – like the Lakers locked it up with the first win. And I think the next seven games, they didn't play anything. I think a lot of teams said, I'm not going to show pick and roll D. The problem yeah, is – and I think we discussed this, and it's your team's fault, the Warriors' fault, for creating this monster. The problem is you have five people on the floor at all times that are shooters. Yeah. And you know as a longtime coach, and I know as a longtime coach, not having somebody to leave is a pain in the ass. It's right. damn near impossible to guard unless you've got five one-on-one. I'm going to keep my chest in the ball and not require help. And I think that's just – I don't think it's doable in the NBA. No I, way. There's too, there's too, especially at that level. Right. There's too many athletes. You can't you can't guard straight up like that. Not, they don't let you touch them. Right. So, I mean, at least if you – I don't know. They might have to change that because everybody can shoot. Yes. And who – Everybody can drive just about, what, three, three and a half guys on the court per team can take the ball the way the rim if they need to. And, uh, and I'm not even yeah. complaining about the style of play. I think the offense has broken traditional defensive concepts because traditional defensive concepts, right, are stop the ball. Yeah. And in order to stop the ball with a helper, you have to leave. And not a single team in the league that's still playing employs a guy that you can leave that won't make 30 33% of his threes. And I want to give NBA coaches a lot of credit because I know a lot of lifers out there in the lower levels accuse the NBA of being this selfish league. I think NBA coaches teach that one more swing better than any of us do. These guys always make the next, if it's, if it's especially the role players, they get it. And if they don't have auto, it's to the next guy. It's corner to slot skip, right? Yeah. And that's damn and it's near there impossible. because there's so many teams rotating from whatever the pick and roll or whatever. Yes. There's so much rotation defense that that swing is there. So right. you've got to look for it. And, like, you know, and then you get individual ridiculous players like how Dame's been playing. I, I just – I lost my mind on Twitter, which is – that's not that's not unusual. Let's be honest. That's, that's the standard. <laughs> but I saw a lot of folks I follow, and I'm not going to name names, that are great coaches, way more wins than me, but they coach at a much lower level in the NBA. And their their take that they would they would you know I just full court deny, put somebody on Dame and make him work. What in the fudge are you talking about? The Why man don't you go two two one full with a, right? with a run and jump trap. That'll work. We just gotta want it more. You know I just don't think NBA guys get in the shell. Listen, bro, you do your el- blocks and elbows, and Damian Lillard is at the logo, and that is right now about a forty percent make for him at the logo. <laughs> So you know what I mean? Like I, I, I take a fit. I don't I don't disagree. Defense is not it's people are giving a buckets. I don't think it's for a lack of give a shit or effort. I just think NBA offense has broken traditional D. And I don't think I have the answer to that. 
Yeah. Where, where are you going? There almost needs to be a rule change at this level. Right. To, in order to stop the ball by yourself, they would have to change yes. the rules, right? Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy to because me. Because there's going to be constant driving kicks. So you're either going to just let him go for a layup. Yep. And guard all for the other four so he can't kick. Or sag and get beat by the three. Exactly. Oh, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're just not going to worry about the roller. That roller is 7 1 and hammers it from the stripe. You're going to just, yeah, you just, yeah, that's right. Let's just leave him. Because, you know, a two, a three is better than two. And I get that thought at D3 when the roller might miss the layup a lot. Yes. These guys aren't yep. missing. Uncon- they're not going to hammer it. No. So the starting lineups are rolling. We're going to take another break and be right back. All right, you we're back. Blacked out. <laughs> Coach Martino just saw the Blazers are starting Winion Gabriel. And that is the result of Zach Collins' boo-boo ankle. Trevor Ariza opting out of the bubble for uh, health reasons for his young kid, which I totally respect. And they don't got anybody left, Coach. That's the problem, I think, for the Lakers. They got, I mean, for the Blazers versus the Lakers. And full disclosure, everyone on the pod, Kip's a diehard LeBron guy and a huge fanboy of Dame. So this is the happiest I've been with a series coach since 01. And you, with Iverson versus Shaq and the Lakers, it was a no-lose situation for me. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. How are you not? You were a Laker fan as a kid. Yep. Your favorite players on the Lakers. How are you? I don't care how much you love Dame. Yep. How are you not all in? I Dame. I'm that big. I said this on the dish on the drive. It's embarrassing how fanboy I get over Damian Lillard. <laughs> the guy is silly, and I love me some Nurk. I love me some Nurk. I really like. But him. I do. I want LeBron to win a title. So I'm. But here's the problem: the Blazers have no one to guard AD. Because they're right. playing Wenyan Gabriel and Carmelo, who has been great in the bubble. No disrespect to Carmelo. He can't guard Braun. No. He can't guard LeBron. Come on, guys. Uh, no. I'd love they to. Might have to go, they might have to go zone. We zone it up. They but see, and see, the problem with the zone, though, is the middle of the 2-3 can't be in the paint. No, you can't. No, you, it's got to be a 1-2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Yes. And. You got people open. It's, uh, it's just a design. I like it as a mix. You can mix it in and maybe cause some confusion, but right. you can't. You're not going to win. You got guarding. Oh, there we go. Winion Gabriel. Hey, he contested. He contested. <laughs> I hope Dame, if if Dame goes, see, now the, what are the, I'm interested in this from the Lakers. Dame first ball screen to Nurk. Winion Gabriel. Hey, that's face for you. High, low, yeah. Nurk to Gabriel. Look, talking through the Zoom to you saying, I can play, sir. I'm starting yeah. in round one of the playoffs. <laughs> I love the virtual fans. I tried to sign up, full disclosure. I tried to sign Did up. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was submit a picture of the Michelob Ultra Blue uh, like image and send it in, and you got in the raffle to get one of the seats. I never I never won, though. I never wow. won. So the Lakers start off down in yeah, game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I tell you what, though, Verdame pulling up on AD is a little different than some of the guys he's been pulling up over. I'm not saying it's going to stop him. Right. Uh-oh. Right. Nurk. This is what the I Blazers got, do. I've got a quick sidebar for you. Go. I'm getting the game on TBS right now. Are you? Yeah. And okay. I'm about five seconds ahead of you, but, but my, my live stream here is choppy, so I'm watching it live, so I'm going to be off. The... Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, make it work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to know, though, that our blackout rant was for nothing. Yeah, that's that was good. good. We had to delete that. You got the delete button. Yeah, I got, I got the edit. If I, it depends on I the... looked it up online. I thought for sure I figured it out, but, you know, it took me seven years to get BS to BMF. It's on TNT or TBS? Uh, TNT. Okay, so here's what we'll do. 
next commercial break, we'll stop our stream of this channel, and I'll just stream yeah. your channel. Then we'll be on the same one. And if we edit that out of the pot, it'll only be because Kip has the energy and give a shit at the end of the game to do so. Otherwise, everybody's just going to listen. This is real life. That's why it's a living room podcast. Where is uh, where's Kane? Was Kane a Laker fan as a kid? No, no, Bulls. Michael Jordan, Bulls. Oh, that's right. Anything to be opposite of the rest of us. That's kind of how he rolled. Including being on the track team. Yes, right. Just to be the contrarian of the group. Right. 5-2 Portland, 10 minutes to go. We're going to fix our feed and come right back. All right, we're back. Blazers out to an early lead, which shouldn't shock anyone. The Blazers will be up by double figures at some point in this game. It's very similar to the Western Conference Finals last year when they just like, you know what, Golden State, we're going to be up 18. We'll see if you guys come back. Oh, you did? Okay. We're going to be up by 19. You, You guys come back? Oh, yeah, you did. It's how they worked. Uh, as a Laker fan, should not panic. Thirteen seven, Portland. Coach, let's let's have this Dame Steph debate. And this is let's enter it under the caveat that I think Steph Curry is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think there's any universe where he's been overrated. I think there's some some years he was underrated. And in the Steph Curry KD subplot, I was always Team Curry. I always thought Steph had built that team, uh, and I always thought Durant was kind of the outsider. But let's talk about Steph versus Dame. Uh, you mentioned you've been texting about folks. What, how did your guys' discussions go? Well, we're, the discussion was if in 2000, when was Dame a rookie? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's his eighth year, so 11, 12, somewhere in there. So let's say let's say the first year of Steve Kerr, Damien and, and, and Curry get traded straight up. Yeah. Do the Warriors win three in five years? See? I... Or do they win four? My One of our uh, Matt Espinosa, who you know well. Yeah. Said no way Durant comes if Damien's there. See, I don't. I think Durant came for the title, so if, I think they would have won a title with Dame. No question. Okay. Does Steph Curry get that Blazers team to the finals last year? I don't know that if Steph. Was the Cur- other thing, right? Was, and then what does what does Curry do with the Blazers? Is there any difference? I don't think Curry makes that big of a difference. I think you know Steph better than me because you've watched so many of his games and you watched him pre Steve Kerr. What's yeah. what it was there a significant unlock in Kerr's system to the greatness of Curry? I think that he's so good without the ball, like when he gives it up and, and flattens out open, moves well without it. And Kerr's offense is all about you know constant motion. Yeah, um, I think that's got to help him. He didn't start doing that move, which I think he's great at. Yeah, until Kerr came, he's yeah. able to give it up and. Um, and then you can't you can't take turn your head from him because he's going to flatten out, go to a corner for a three. He's really good at that, getting a pick off of it. I think Kerr stresses that, so I think that part of his game was better. Um, but you know his shooting didn't change. I don't think his passing changed. He got better players around him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I think the offense. I think the offense helped them as a team. Um, he's taller than Dame. Yes. What is Curry? Six two. Six two, six three. In right games, there. what's Dame? Six foot. I don't know. Is he? I, yeah, like five eleven. So I, I think Curry's handle is better. I think he's got a tighter handle. I think Dame yeah. is built like a free safety, which is yes. an advantage because uh, you know Curry's he's not frail, but he's he's slighter, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's any argument. I mean, I think there's legit argument now about range. Like Lillard has more. 40-foot threes made this year than Steph does in his entire career. That doesn't right. mean I think Dame is a better shooter. You know, Does that make sense? 
Right. I, I think it's a it's worth debating now if those two are equal or who's greater in shooting. I don't think you would have had that debate two years ago. Playmaking, right. God, it's it's. I think you're right. Curry's better off the ball, but is that because of the system? Who's a better defender? Better. Who's a better right. defender? I don't. I think Curry's probably a slightly better defender, but people both switch. To get yeah, to no, them. They're, they're, neither of them are great defensively. Right. Clay makes the difference defensively because he can guard their best guard. Right. I think like Kane and I talked about this, and I'm interested in your opinion. I think this debate comes down to not Dame versus Steph. It comes down to CJ versus Clay. Yeah, oh yeah. And if you think CJ's better than Clay, then you think Steph Curry's better. But if I'm of the opinion Clay is a better player than CJ, meaning yeah. Dame has lifted a heavier load, and he damn sure has never had a Draymond Green. Well, and, but here's the thing about Damon. He's not shooting 40-footers if he doesn't have to. That's a good point. There's times that's he's a like, good point. if I don't hoist this, he right. might not score. Right. If I don't shoot this, I'm passing it to Wenyan Gabriel right. or Mario Hassonia. So, no, that's a, that's a very good point. Very good point. I, I, I think – and both – you know what's cool about this debate? There's no character – there's no defamation of character needed for either one of them because they're both proven commodities as humans. Right, yeah, they're great guys. Yes, they're right. both quality human beings. So, and, te- and even, and I think you know, you could if you're on the outside, you don't really know. You think maybe Damien's not as much of a team guy, but I think, like I said, Damien's taking that shot because you think that's what's best for the team. Well, I think he's one of the best leaders in sports. I think he's yeah, unbelievable. The guys just great. buy him; they just buy. And I, I'm not saying Curry's not well liked. I think he's well liked. I'm not sure he's the. I think Draymond's the leader of that team. And that's not even a slight on Curry, you know? Right, um, right. But it's a very interesting scenario. And see, here's another one. This is a throwback series. Right now it's 15-9 Blazers over Lakers. The Blazers are playing Nurk and Whiteside together, and the Lakers are countering with JaVale. Is it in Dwight or JaVale and AD? Like big yeah. on big crime? When's the last time you saw this? I don't know. 1994? Before, uh, before Steve Kerr got in the league. Right. Like this you know, is just weird. Team was all guards. And the Lakers love that pistol action there, sideline advance, run a rub handoff. They love it. They're, yeah. I tell you what, they're gonna like is Damian trying to guard LeBron on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Green with a layup, which is not what he's paid to do. He's paid to make threes. Damn it. How do you keep how do you keep uh, LeBron from being exhausted and having to handle the ball every trip? As a point yeah, I think uh, it's a great question. But I think LeBron has figured that out over the years. You know, I think LeBron plays he's good at, at managing himself. Yeah, he plays at a pace. Yeah. Like he's there's a yeah. in the first three quarters, he gives you a couple like right now he's trying to get Danny Green going. You notice that? Right. That's the fourth right. kick to Danny Green that he's not made. Yeah. And then he's he didn't got, get back. There's a method to everything he's doing. It might not look might look like he's being lazy sometimes, right. but I think he's got a method of what he's doing. I totally agree with that. He's in his seventeenth year. He's he's well yeah. aware that he's thirty five. Yeah. And yeah, I I think you'll get you don't see LeBron lock up until fourth quarter, and I don't give a shit. Like everybody right. else, that's like, hey, if I go see you, Bob, the Twitter guy at Noon Hoops, you're not getting the half court either, bro. <laughs> and you're not at the highest level of the game. And you're doing it because you're lazy. LeBron's doing it because he's man. Right. He's managing. Uh, 17-11 Blazers, Mellow's at the line. You know this is the first time Mello and LeBron have played each other in a playoff series? Really? Yeah. They've been on either opposite ends of, you know, East-West, or yeah. Mello was out of the league. <laughs> yeah. I'm very happy for Mello. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get back.
We're back. Lillard just had a back cut that was sick. He's got two with three free throws. Lakers are up by a 10. We were just talking, Coach, this unit in for the Lakers. When LeBron sits, do they just survive or do they actually do something? And I think Kuzma's huge for that. The Morris twin, Markeith. Uh, here, hey, hey, here's how I remember the Morris twins. You ready for this one? Markeith okay. is with a K, so and he plays for the Lakers. Marcus uh, is with a C, and he plays for the Clippers. I know. That's great. Whole of free association. But I think Very Caruso, good. Morris, and Kuzma, or Kuzma just had a big pull-up. That's It's going to be huge for the Lakers if they're going to win the yeah. title. Not just this series. If they're going to win a title, they got to get something out of this group that's not just yes. hold the fort while – yeah, you know, the ball that's what I was going to say. Right. I mean, I've watched intently five finals in a row. Right. And you can't say, just hold the fort while blank sits for five minutes. It doesn't you work. Can't just hold the fort. you got to play. you yep. got to be. You can't just, oh, just float. Just stay even. Just stay even. No, you got to go. Right. Totally. How much do you think, and we talked about how awesome we think that's a great pass for the bald eagle. It's my closet second favorite Laker. After LeBron, oh Jesus! Speaking of Morris, really? just threw up an air ball from forty-six <laughs> feet. Um, but Alex Caruso, love him because I think he yeah. can play D three. I think he His should be playing D three. <laughs> I don't think he should be in the NBA, but I love him. He scraps, but I, he has a very low bar of expectation for me. If the Bald Eagle right. gets an offensive rebound, I think he's done for the game. I think that's phenomenal. He overestimated. He over. <laughs> he overachieved, and the Lakers are curling that nail spot over yep. and over. See, AD, how many playoff series has AD been in? This Warriors swept in one year, right? Yes. Oh, okay, so he's been, this is his third playoff series because that year with New Orleans, they swept the Blazers and then the Warriors oh, swept in. That was the second round. Huh? Yeah, so he's only been in, let's see, four, he's only been in eight playoff games. Oh, my God, Lillard. Step back from the hash mark. And that was good defense from Caruso. Because your bald eagle was right on him. The bald eagle did what he could, coach. Can't ask more from the bald. There's the switch you they want. You ask him to shave the top of his head. Yes, he did. I think I he did. Know, what he's, what he, listen, take it from me. You don't quit trying to play games. Look at Just this let it go. That's good D. Oh, yeah, he played great D. Lillard's good. Lillard's so good. And notice, Kay, normally about this time is when Terry Stotts calls in Mario Hassonia. I wonder <laughs> if that will continue because that's a negative. Plus minus. I know plus minus has its flaws. Hassonia, I'll give you one guess where he ends up. <laughs> Hey, have you? We haven't watched as much. Have you heard Stan Van Gundy? Yes, I he's have. pretty good. His voice yes. is annoying, but I think I thought the same about Jeff in the beginning. Yeah, I think I would like the Gundys in a booth, and I'd like to get rid of Mark Jackson. So if he could take the oh, Knicks Mark job, Jackson's got to go in so many ways. Just give him the Knicks job, right? Take the Knicks job and let us have Gundy on Gundy crime in the booth. How bad must he have been that he can't get a sniff from another NBA team? I don't, I don't, right? The Warriors got really good defensively under him. I will say right. that. He didn't run, he didn't know what to do offensively. And he let uh, Mike Malone make all those decisions. Yeah. But I think the big problem with him is he didn't want to be off on a Mark Jackson tangent now, but he didn't want to surround himself with good people. He wanted people around that were not going to Oh, see, I was going to ask you because every Warriors interview, I feel like it's in their contracts that they have to thank Mark Jackson for the beginning of the run. Yeah. Whether yes. it's Kerr, Clay, Draymond, they all have to thank him. And then they move on to, well, now we win. But he was fun. Now we win because we got rid of you. But <laughs> they did get way better defense. Clay got way better defensively under Jack. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he did do that, but he was he did not want to be questioned. He did not want anybody around. Interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll be back. Rose. We're Rose back. Damien just hit another three. It's 29-17. Uh, one thing, Coach, we were talking about how hard it is to guard. you know why else it's impossible to guard? Because you can illegal screen anyone. Uh, you know what I mean? And they call it two or three. And I'm not even mad about it. I think screening should be physical. I, the college rules are right. way too hard to set a good screen. NBA guys, uh, you're a pulling left tackle. Yeah. And you are. I was just going uh, to equate it to that. Yes. Just holding on every play in the NFL, isn't there? Yes. In the NBA. You, you, you people, call it every time. I like to use NBA footage with our guys sometimes. Like, oh, look at him die on that screen. And I know my guys are thinking, oh, you die on that screen too, coach. If you nerk it, <laughs> right? If he got the shuffle step, two steps, and you try to go around him, you'd flatten out too. Yeah. See, I think this is the Blazers' chance. If they make – if LeBron – because LeBron doesn't like going for 40. He really doesn't. He'd rather go 28, 15, and 12 right. and get people involved. This is going to be amazing right here. Watch this. Oh, Hazonia with the play? Oh, my God. Nurk just hammered dunk. The Blazers are up 16. But I'm telling you, Blazer fans everywhere should not get excited. This is what they do. I just – and you're talking to half of yourself right now. I am. The other half. But I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards the Blazers as this momentum flows a little bit. But I want LeBron to come back. It's, it's interesting, Coach. It's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you do it. It's giving me a headache just thinking about what you're trying to root for here. I'm I'm rooting for Dame's greatness to be unquestioned, but the Lakers to advance. How about that? So do you want seven games? I think six. I don't think the Lakers are built for a, you know a bunch of seven gamers. They got to play the Rockets next. They're going to need. What I was going to say you don't want LeBron to have to go seven and have to be pushed too much. How about Damian average forty five and twelve, and they <laughs> and it's a gentleman's sweep, right? A gentleman's <laughs> five gamer. Hey, you guys, I think it's really weird without home floor, right? It's a really interesting setup. Really big difference. Yeah. Really big difference. It's super. I, I do miss, especially on the big shots or the big plays. NBA's done a great job piping in noise. The guys yeah. give a shit like we talked about. But I do miss the runs. Like right now, Moto would be going insane. Oh. There'd be so many beat LA chants happening right now. Oh. So many. No question. Two minutes to go. Lakers, uh, Blazers up 33-17. The Lakers' offensive clunkiness continues. And this is not a Frank, Frank Vogel dig. I think he's a good coach. They run good stuff. They don't yeah. got a lot of shooting. They got a lot of two-for-seven three-point shooters. Yeah. And in the league, that's trouble. The Blazers, they put four or five guys out there that will make four threes a game if you leave them open. Yeah. There it is. Oh, that's not good. Those aren't good stats for the ball as the defender. <laughs> Kuzma on a stagger. The ball's got to dunk that. Oh! <laughs> Alex Caruso down the middle. Hammered down. Down the middle. He's sneaky athletic. He's yes. sneaky athletic, but he's about to give and up. The Lakers are, I mean, the Blazers are sneaky, not showing. Right. Someone's got to step to that lane. But again, we're in that situation. Who are you going to step? Right. Who are you going to leave? I would leave Pope. LeBron. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'd leave Pope at the hotel. And Okay, so this is what I was going to say. And this is the one time I will try to be Coach Kip on here. Hassan Whiteside, when he is even even in their over-soft coverage, when he's just flat, don't give up a layup, right? Or he's in an ice. Hassan Whiteside turns his shoulders and his chest to the sideline and opens up the freeway to hammer dunk more 
than anyone in the league. Watch now. The rest of this rest of the games, Coach, you're going to see Whiteside as a helper. His chest will not be square to the ball. He's going to open oh, up. Be nuts. Now, is he the leading shot blocker in the league? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he gets three or four of them a game. He gives up eight layups a game. Eight. Wow. He's probably going to make his free throw. In every other game, he's 16 and 10. Yeah. Ron, did Hazonia block that? No. no. No, of course not. Second quarter, about to start. Blazers up 11, led by as many as 14. Dane's got 15. Kane's here with us now. Let's do this. Welcome back to Outtake, sir. What's going on? How, how's the how's the pin going so oh, far? You know, we've been up and down the uh, topic situation. Uh, Caruso's dunk got us out of our seats as Bald Eagle, <laughs> bald eagle Loyalist. The Bald Eagle lifted off. He took off. And got himself hyped up. You can just tell he had a little pep in his step, a little, little extra wing or air under his wings after that one. And good for the bald eagle because he's got the unenviable task of guarding Dame this entire series. And yeah, well, Dame's and Dame's got Dame's 15. On, on pace to 60. He's on pace yeah. for 60. Dude, so why are the Lakers? A a job. Why are the Lakers so clunky? They're so. They're the I'm telling you, this is. I've, I've got. My faith right now in the Lakers making a run at this thing is very, very small because it, it is they can't make a shot. It feels like every other team in the bubble has shooters everywhere. Yes, and are just they are unconscious and been unconscious since this restart. Right, and somehow the Lakers are uh, minus any shooter. Any like they got a Literally ton like of guys. They're going to go two for seven. A ton of guys. Danny Danny Green can't hit a corner three. What's what's happening? Didn't you feel like LeBron was trying to get him going in the first quarter? Like kick, yes. kick, 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 and the son of a bitch. What happened to Toronto or San Antonio? Danny Green. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It just is. It's frustrating to say the least as far as watching their offensive game. It's They're really fortunate yeah. that 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 they have enough length on the defensive side of the ball in order to affect shots and affect shooters and, and to make the other team play sloppy with them. Right. That's literally the only thing that I can see them being able to do is to just force other teams to play sloppy with them because I, yeah. if they, they can't get in a shootout. No. Because and they can't I, shoot. This isn't even – I'm not even talking shit about Frank Vogel. I think his stuff's good. Like you said, yep. they don't have the shooters. They got a bunch of 29% shooters that on a given day can get you three makes. And that's just not enough. It's it's not in this league. No, not not in the bubble. The the ultimate equalizer, according to Chris Weber. Oh, uh, sidebar: the fact that I'm watching it on mute. I didn't know it was Weber. Have you been suffering through Weber? It's the worst. I can't handle it. He just says this dumbest shit. And you're just like, what? It just is outlandish stuff, man. Where apparently the bubble is is the ultimate equalizer and. Um, it was just completely opposite of what I, how I'm feeling about. I, I'd really like the bubble. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just, I just feel like what he was saying was in complete contrast to what I was saying the other day, as far as guys being able to perform in the bubble, because it's, it's a bubble right? and there's no fans in the stands and you're just out there playing like it's everyday ball. But to, to me, it's not quite the same type of playoff atmosphere that you would yeah. normally get. Because it's not like Portland's in L.A. Right. 
right? They're not in the middle of – they don't have Jack Nicholson on the sidelines. Right. Uh, they don't have whoever else on the sidelines, uh, you know, and, and so it's a different feel. And don't get me wrong, you still have to go out there and play. I just I just feel like it's it's a different atmosphere. It's not uh, it's not the same playoff atmosphere right. that you would normally have. If there was – like if the Blazers had that run to put them up 14, there would have been so many – beat LA chance in the Moda Center. The place There's would have no been doubt. going insane with that. And Dame no start. Doubt. Oh my God. I yep. can't what did you think coming into this series? Like I didn't think the Blazers could win. My my ideal outcome as a fan of both is the Lakers gentlemen sweep four to one, but Dame averages forty five and twelve and there's no uh, there's no <laughs> questioning of his greatness. But yes. I don't know, man. Watching this, the Lakers can't score. They can't score. Their their best shooter is their seven foot Anthony Davis, right? And their second best shooter is Kuzma off the bench, and he's not really a shooter as much. He's just a gunner, right? And just hoping that the odds will play in his favor. You got old ass Dwight Howard now coming off the bench in the game, who's never between him and JaVale McGee. I don't care how close you get them to the bucket; it's not a guaranteed bucket. No, no. And and then you got LeBron, who's his game has not been great so far no. in the bubble. And Kuz- and, oh God! See, there it was just like you said, Dwight Howard at yeah. the rim, Whiteside blocks him. Oh, and look at Rio. No one is worse than Mario Hazonia. No one. What is he no. doing? No. Oh, it's he got. Ba- he's. That's the worst thing that happened for the Blazers. Is he feels like he did something good? That's the worst thing that could happen. And then they got. Now we're watching Rajon Rondo. I I like Rondo, but it's not 2008, man. That's not. Uh, what are we doing? That's wait. not the answer. Like no. him, him coming, getting healthy isn't the answer for the Lakers to make a run. Uh, it, it just was. I don't feel like they put together, or they they were playing well. Yeah. Before they they had to uh, put a kibosh to the start of, or to the regular season. Yeah. Right. The Lakers look good. They beat, right. They beat the Clippers. They beat the Bucks. They're beating team the Celtics. LeBron was at freaking peak performance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he things look good, but. Since they restarted this thing, they look terrible. Awful. Are we going to see Waiters and J.R. Smith in this series? We're going to uh, have to, they're right? Gonna need, they are going to need one of those two to show up and be able to hit a shot to be able to spread the floor, or else Portland's just going to continue to pack it in to where LeBron right. doesn't have a lane to, to get through. You can't post AD. Right. Uh, it's it's going to be a struggle, man. And, and then defensively, they're just going to be wearing themselves out trying to <laughs> somehow contain – the Dame show, and it's almost like to the point where, all right, what you just let him do his thing and right. go for sixty and shut down Nurkic and, right. and CJ and, and get him frustrated and worn out, or what? I mean, what do you do? I don't know. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, so is Avery Bradley that big of a deal? I guess he is. I, I, I guess he is for as far as uh, right now, in particular, as far as a perimeter defender to have one more guy to to run at Dame and wear him out. That is, mwah. Oh, look at Rio. Technical foul. Oh, no, it's Dwight Jeez. Howard and Mario Hassania. Dwight Howard does some of the dumbest. If there was a highlight reel of his fouls and his utter dis- oh. utter disbelief, you know what I mean? Like, you just did that, bro. You just did that. Yeah. Oh, there they go. Yeah. There's. Look at that collection. Hassan, D. Howard, yeah. and Rio. No one changes their free throw routine more than LeBron. No one. Oh, I was, yeah. 
I'm with he you there. absolutely does not believe in st- pick a style and stick to it. But I mean, I'm not arguing with. Oh, now we got a double foul on Whiteside and Howard. Howard's going to get ejected. There you go. Oh boy. We'll be right back. Yeah, this, these guys aren't going to last. All right, we're back with Kane. Is... Kane, this is what we were talking about. Deep, I, we were talking about it last weekend, and Martino and I continued it. Can you comp the spacing in the, the, the system that NBA offenses are employing? Is it similar to what you face with spread offenses? Is it just the problem of space? Are there similarities? Because NBA defense is broke, yeah. right? So what, what are your thoughts on that? And I think we've maybe touched on it a little bit. But I do see a lot of if you get great people in space, you can't stop them one on one. No, that, I think that's a really good comparison, a very good comparison. That's the, the the idea of the spread offense is to make defenses spread and, and literally defend the entire football field, as opposed to you know the traditional pro offense or uh, the offenses that were everyone was accustomed to seeing was. Uh, everything was condensed, and, and in turn, defenses were more capable of defending uh, as many things as far as the options that offenses had. But mm-hmm. by spreading it out, so take a wing T offense, for example, right? Right. Old school wing T offense, and how condensed our formations were, if, right. if you remember correctly, right? Yep. Now take that same wing T offense, spread everyone out, take your slots and put them out outside the hashes, put your, your Z and your X receivers and put them outside the numbers. And now run the similar spread concept as far as similar option concept. And that's your spread option offense. That's your base or your spread offense in general. Mm-hmm. And it makes it that much harder to defend when you think about all the different uh, things that now as a defense you have to defend. Are the, now, are, you're, now your pitch guys, instead of the pitch guy being right there on top of the quarterback, yeah. your pitch man is now that slot receiver that they're throwing the bubble screen to. 15 yards outside of the perimeter. Right, right, right. right. So, I mean, it just makes it really difficult to defend everything. And then, like you're saying, now you, and you also, within that spread offense, it's built on the personnel within it. And now everyone that touches the ball that you're giving these weapons to are all guys that can win a one-on-one, beat a guy in space, and then go get an extra 10, 15 yards. And so, so it's very similar to your what you're seeing in the NBA and what you're seeing at some levels um, – college high school to a certain extent but specifically nba where they're just putting people so fucking far away from the three-point line creating as much space as possible and allowing guys and you can't guard these guys in the nba one-on-one uh, in all reality and is it is that a similar one-on-one issue you face that you can't tackle these guys one-on-one is i mean Correct. obviously yep. you're working that's, to... that's the that's the that's in theory. Yeah. They're saying we have better athletes. We're going to put more guys out in space and make you try and tackle these guys out in space. Um, you know, think of uh, the Florida offense with Tim Tebow, and he's throwing out or handing the ball off to Percy Harvin out in space or throwing the bubble out to Percy Harvin. And, and, um, that, and then you've got uh, Aaron Hernandez running the seams as a tight end. You've got all these different athletes that they put in different scenarios, and, and now yeah. it's all matchups. Right. right. So as an offensive coordinator, you're going, okay, who, how can I get this guy the ball? Can I get this guy the ball? Um, so, yeah. It's yeah. It's, I, very, I, very similar concept. Very similar concept. That's a very good comparison. The I mean, I just – you watch this now, and Dwight coming over, it's less because Melo doesn't necessarily command a double anymore. But even on the ball screen, Jesus, that's illegal. The bald eagle just tackled Gary Trent. Ooh, LeBron, highlight. 
Quinn Cook going to get a run? He's supposed to be able to mix in a shot. Yeah, <laughs> right. He, he well, he hit one when he played for the Warriors. Well, of course he did. In, in, yeah, in clutch situations. That that's one of my least favorite things is when a guy is playing for a team that you absolutely can't stand, and he's just he is lights out, and then all of a sudden he ends up on your team that you're rooting for, and he can't hit a yeah, shot. Yeah, he can't do anything. No, totally agree. Totally agree. That's that's exactly the Quinn Cook corollary because that guy would come in and bury the Cavs with a big yes. shot out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And it's the same thing with Danny Green now, too. Yes. It's like, God, man, you, you were Mr. Clutch three-pointer from either the corner of the three or a corner three ball um, or whatever series it was when he was against the uh, Heat. Yeah. Remember the series oh, against the they Heat? Couldn't, you couldn't, he, he was he, unstoppable. He couldn't miss. He should have been the MVP of the series. And all of a sudden now he's on the team that you want to root for and dude can't hit a goddamn shot. I think it's very interesting. The bubble started some of this for teams, but the playoffs are doing like you, you see these rotations chopped like the oh, Lakers. Yeah. We haven't seen waiters or Smith yet. Like that tells no. you what Frank Vogel thinks of those guys. Oh, there's no, well, I think everyone saw yeah. what, what those guys can do. Oh, here we go. Hold on. There he is. Never mind. Oh, he's in. I'm, I'm, I think I'm ahead. Of You're ahead a little bit. My, uh, oh, gotcha. No, I'm, I'm talking Danny Green. Oh here. yeah. Oh, he's about to miss another one. I'm sure he will. Yeah, the Lakers are just – they don't create anything off the ball screen like other guys. No, unless – Oh, nice. LeBron and AD, those are the only two guys that have yeah. any type of ball screen activity. Right. Dwight Howard is not going to be the same type of player right. in a pick and roll LeBron well, as – Yeah, Dwight Howard Dwight. can't short roll. Nurk can short roll, catch it at the top of the high school three-point line and make a play off the bounce, pass, or shot. Dwight Howard is, I got to dunk it or I'm screwed. Exactly. I got to be literally it. right at the rim now. Or I got no chance. Uh-oh. Markeith Morris. Okay. Okay, so the Lakers. What do you know? Like, the rest of the league can make shots. <laughs> wow, look at that. But is that is he the worst of the two Morris brothers? I don't I've know. I've always wondered that, but it seems that way. I shared with Martino. This is how you tell them apart. Oh, Dwight Howard, timeout, Blazers. Worst defensive team in the bubble. Damian sits. The whole thing goes to hell. It goes uh, to hell. There's goes no to hell. question. Uh, Markeith has a K, and he plays for the Lakers that have a K. Marcus plays for the mm-hmm. Clippers, has a C with the Clippers. Dwight Howard, somebody mm-hmm. should calm him down because he's cussing mm-hmm. at people for no reason. Forty-one thirty-eight, second quarter. Kevin Kane here. Nurk's going to the line. Lakers made a great run. Dwight Howard's fouling everybody. And he's mad at everyone. JaVale's coming back. Can we talk real quick? And people on here should not be dumbfounded of what dominated our viewing yesterday. Did you get to see Michelle Obama's speech? Hashtag forever first lady. Yes, I did. Unbelievable. I thought overall just the the convention itself. It's not a convention. I guess you can't call that the Democratic Zoom call. (laughs) Yes, um, yes. I thought it was really well done. Oh, yeah. The production. Yeah, it was unique and, and really, I felt was shit, entertaining. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it across the board. And I thought Michelle did an unbelievable job, as you knew she would. Like, right. that was going to be, you knew, I you tuned in for that, right? Like right. Oh, that's a, the only reason I, yeah. A keynote speaker, and, and it was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it because of her speech, because she's killed it every time she's every time. had any type of <laughs> public speaking engagement. It's like, damn. Like Barack should sit and listen to right? you. Right, and he's and like a notes. historical orator. 
and his it's, wife is might be better. I, I'm telling you, it's it's phenomenal, and and so you can only imagine what their dinner table conversations were like. <laughs> what if right? you're their daughters? You imagine this sucks. Exactly. Our parents are so awesome. Well, how are we going to do this? Exactly, exactly. But um, but no, she was really good. I thought Bernie Sanders was 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 good as well. Um, I thought across the board, I mean, everyone that they had, there was some really uh, the overall motto and the overall theme of it. I think has to. I mean, it's pretty obvious, yeah. right? Like it's everyone. It's just hey, regardless of what your viewpoints are. Regardless of your politics, as Michelle put it, hey, I hate politics as well. Right. But regardless of your politics, we're talking about the decency of America here. Right. We're talking about just the ideals, the values of our country are at stake. And that should be the ultimate deciding factor for you as a voter. Yeah. If at this point, for whatever reason, you're undecided, those should be the, that should just be what motivates you to get to the freaking voting booth to get to the, the polls to send your ballot and whatever it may be because we're talking about the values of our country we're talking about our country in general yeah and um i thought that theme was was really they really did a good job of making sure that that was hit on in, in every part or everything they were talking about whether it was the coronavirus coronavirus debacle whether it was the um Racial equality yep. and the lack of leadership coming from the White House in that department. Uh, whatever it was, that the theme was in that segment, there was still that theme, overall writing theme of we need a president that is going to have just overall decency yeah. uh, when he takes the office. Have you seen anyone throw better shade at another human without specifically being an asshole about it? Like her no. saying, like, because all of us and me included would say some choice words about the current occupant, but she, no she, the way she delivered it, is that just because like we finally found a person with morals that can put sentences yeah. together? No, not. And I don't want to say that as if Michelle Obama is unbelievable, but the whole mm-hmm. presentation maybe was purely because it wasn't in the mud, it wasn't lowbrow, it wasn't racist, and that seems like a goddamn low bar, doesn't it? Uh, I, I think it. I think it unfortunately that's where we are in society where that was um you can't make any type of statement uh, any type of political commentary without somehow going low right yeah. like it, you feel like you have to go low and i thought she said she did a good job of explaining like right. yeah, when they go low we're going to stay high but it doesn't mean when you're staying high you don't have to uh, take any shit from anybody right right but you can be above it by just how you go about your business and she is just she lives that yeah yeah yeah. and i think that that is that says so much about again just uh, respectful human beings just being good human beings when in the she bottom said line. he uh 330 million lives matter and have value doesn't that seem really simple that seems yes. really simple and then when she yes. says he's just not up to the job, it is what it is. That was classic. That was All classic. time hammer blow with the softest of deliveries. There's no question, man. And just some of the things that they were, how they were painting Joe Biden in comparison to Donald Trump yeah. and just who they've been over the course of their lifetime. Right. It makes it very obvious. It makes it painfully obvious. 
and it should have already been this obvious, right? Um, going way back to 2016 when the, when this was started up, right? This this uh, disaster that is this presidency, but um, Joe Biden is a is a basically an average Joe, yeah. And but he is also a guy that can actually relate to your average Joes and can relate to people that, that uh, have to actually go to work every day. I think someone said something about Joe riding the train every day. They had a little deal where Joe rode the train every day to work. And in comparison to Donald Trump, who's getting in a limousine and having a driver drive him every day to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was those just how they were painting that picture to me. It was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. Where, where here's a guy that you can relate to, to a certain extent. And, and obviously it, it's, um, but so much more of, uh, he's going to actually have the ability to empathy was a strong word that kept coming up over and over again, empathize with people because he actually not only can empathize, but he's actually been in other people's shoes. Like mm-hmm. he's been in those shoes. Whereas Donald Trump has only been in his shoes and has only seen himself in his own shoes and really can only relate to himself when it's all said and done because no one has lived Donald Trump's life except for Donald Trump, yeah. if, if that makes any sense. Like no one has been given a $1 million freaking uh, loan from a, your father. And, uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. Again, what is happening going back to the game? The, the, the basket is crooked from Dwight Howard's yeah. anger? The basket no idea. is now crooked. I'll tell you what, if this happened at Cone Fieldhouse, we do not have this person here, John, up on there to fix it. That person doesn't exist. That would be me up there yeah. in the middle of a game no doubt. trying to figure, figure out, out the, what in the, the hell is going on. I didn't even see what happened. We're back. Uh, 50 to 49. I told you this was going to happen, Kane. And I'm not mad because I'm a Lakers fan and a Blazers fan. I'm not mad. I told you the Blazers were going to get up by double figures. And the Lakers were going to be fine because that's what the Blazers do. I don't know if there's even – I don't know. I've never seen a team like this that is this porous defensively. It, we talked about it ad nauseum. I don't think it's easy to get stops. I don't think your local high school coach has the answer in his shell drill or it's a lack of – you know what I mean? Like I don't think that – you know, I'm sure you guys run into this with – all you got to do is blitz him. All oh, you yeah. got to do, and the same thing in basketball, just pick him up early. Just pick him up yeah. early. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it's bullshit. These teams are hard to guard. The Blazers, though, really cannot hold. And I think it's a lack of depth because when they yes. have to sub, everything goes haywire. Absolutely <laughs> well, haywire. Well, just think of the amount of offensive pressure that Damian Lillard must put on his own shoulders, right? And yeah. Him and really CJ. CJ, I don't think, has ever been known as a freaking defensive stopper no, uh-uh, by uh-uh. any means. And so, but as much as he feels like he's going to have to score, yeah. and if not him scoring, set someone else score, how could you really ask him to do everything on the other side right. of the ball as well? Right. That's hard, man. And like you're saying, if you don't have depth behind him then, and every once in a while he's got to come eventually out of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, and I, I don't know. There's a lot with this, too. That, that, oh, Jesus. He just split it. That's a great pass, by the way. That's great. That's, yeah. The Lakers, I think, because of the length, guard the rim. They can guard the rim with the guy on the ball. 
better than yep. the Blazers. Like I so said, if you go on Damian and Damian does what every coach in America teaches, chest to the ball, stay between him and the basket, and it's just Damian guarding you, you can finish over that. So you have to rotate mm-hmm. a big. The Lakers guards are long. So mm-hmm. sometimes they don't come. They stay on those shooters. I think that's part of why they're a better defensive team is their their guards actually are just their length. I don't think they're any quicker. Or they're not even in better position than the Blazers guards. They're just longer. So it's a yeah. harder shot. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, it makes sense. Shit, man. Similar comparison to what, why you recruit long corners. Yeah, right? It's the same deal, man. Long, Just length in general. There's long corners. Uh, length up for, uh, as far as your D line, yeah. Length across the board. If you've got length, it makes uh, obviously again, it's you're eating up space. Yep. Yes. Same thing going back to your space co- uh, uh, commentary as far as creating space. Offenses want to create space. We're trying to eat that up as best we yeah, can. Yeah. Jesus, what a pass! LeBron's passing the last five minutes has been silly. Yeah. Absolutely silly. Lakers are up by two. Nobody's surprised. The, <laughs> you know, it's just it's. Uh, those two guys are really good. AD and LeBron are pretty good. CJ's going to win this matchup. But even though he won that, how hard is that shot? That shot yeah. that he just made? Kuzma played pretty good D. Yes. Come on, AD. You can't be. Uh, we were talking about this. You know, this is only AD's ninth playoff game ever. Because huh. in all his years, he had the year he swept the Blazers in four, and then Golden State swept him. That was it. That's mm-hmm. his playoff experience. That's just, yeah, wow. Right? That's right. Wow, that's right, huh? Oh, that was a good. That was a good cut from the ball. The ball will give you great cuts. Great cutters. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Jesus! But yeah, that's something that you know. I'm sure when you're in the midst of your season, similar to me, you're not spending too much time on Twitter reactions. But as you're watching the other sport that we both, you know, I love hoops, uh, basketball, football. You love hoops. The people's thought that they're sitting on their lazy boy and they've got the solution figured out that Terry Stotts or Frank Vogel and their staff haven't tried to figure out all fucking year. It's hilarious. You know what I mean? All you gotta do is get a guy willing to pick him up full. Oh, really? You think guarding (laughs) Damian Lillard 92 feet is easier? Yeah. Right? And what what human being is going to be able to do that the whole game? And they forget, hey, your high school gym is 10 feet shorter, sir. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's exactly. silly. I'll tell you what, we'd push him to his weak hand. Do you think there's guys in the NBA with a weak hand? You think that's a exactly. thing? <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. You're not playing Todd from Millstone. Oh. You know? It's just not who you're on. Like, Carmelo Anthony is an old caricature of himself, and he's still 18 a game. He's still yeah. buckets. Jeez. You can't leave anybody... You can't pinch because the diver, even if he's not a shooter, is going to dunk every single possession if you let mm-hmm. him roll. Oh, man. It's a, it's a problem that I'm sure no one likes having. And even the good defensive teams, like, yeah, we held him to one set, 107. Great day. Great day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so um, – there is that argument out that's out there, right, that right, Michael Jordan would average – 40 50 a game in, in today's game i legitimately feel that that is there's a legitimate argument to that because you can't because touch of, it. yeah you can't the spacing is it's ridiculous that's a great and it's the, the, the pace of the game yes and the uh just the way it's it's such an open game now in comparison to what if the yeah what if cartwright part in particular 
What if Cartwright? Let's take the first iteration of the Bulls. Cartwright and Horace Grant are not in his way when he drives. Instead, <laughs> exactly. they're catch and shoot three ball guys. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be. You, you can't. So go back to his. I think it was his second, no, third year when he went for 37 a game. Yeah. Right? Last time anyone's been above whatever mark as far as points per game. And the style of play at that point was very similar to the style of play now as far as at least the points per game that season was in range of what the points per game are now. And so that's just a kind of a a quick glimpse of what MJ probably would have done uh, on a regular basis had he played in a similar time frame as far as the the pace of the game, uh, the fact that they can't hand check, the spacing, the whole nine, the dude would have been ridiculous. Is this, as far you know, as the, the hand amount check of rule? buckets that he could have get, that he oh, would have been able to get. Do you think the hand check rule mirrors what's happened to your corners and people's ability to press? Yes. Is it a similar change? Yeah, there's no, there's no question in my mind that it is. I mean, you are, you're essentially trying to make it an offensive game by eliminating uh, contact from a DB on a receiver out past five yards. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's. You you can't do that. You can't ask a guy to cover a guy uh, without allowing him to put hands on him at some point. Any given, I mean, you're just you're asking for uh, a lot of points to be scored. Essentially, I mean, I'm even thinking and, of 01, 2001 when I'm playing. We're armbar. Like we have an armbar. You couldn't hand check, but you could armbar a hip. Oh, every drive. I, I armbar. I remember I used the armbar all the time. Yeah, playing defense. Right. Like that was a to me it was an advantage as a defender was able to try to somewhat control the offensive player if yeah. you could by just getting a hand on the little hip and, and making sure that he's not getting by me. Right. And it's that's I mean that thing's been out the window since the early two thousands, right? But I, yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine the similar problems secondaries have in one on one space that ISO defenders have versus Harden. Like, okay, <laughs> this is cool. I, I, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'm, I'm out on an island here. Awesome. Right? Here we go. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's something. Lakers down. Blazers up 57-56. Definitely the Lakers won that quarter. Dame cooled off a little bit. Um, but it was it was Lakers basketball. Very clunky. Little 6-0 runs. Nothing mm-hmm. aesthetic to watch besides LeBron's no. passing. <laughs> yep. LeBron, I just saw the, the stat. LeBron had more assists than the entire Trailblazers team Standard. in that first half. All right, we're back. Second half has started. Kane's going to come back fourth quarter. Coach Martino's back third quarter. 66-60 Blazers. Uh, Coach, we were just talking about something. You were talking about watching. Talk about the old games you were watching and what, what era it was you were watching from the NBA. You know, and I wish I could remember the, the year. You, you're good at years. Larry Johnson, Alonzo Morning playing for Alan Bristow. Oh my gosh. So you're like ninety three. Yeah. Hornets. Ninety three, ninety four, uh, maybe. Uh, and I and I can't remember who the three man was. Kendall Gill. Kendall Gill. Guys. I mean Well, he might have been the two. Oh, okay. So it was uh they were all No, big. no, it's David Wingate. There it is. Yep. So a non-shooter. Yes. Right? Guard. Yes. So you got how many perimeter shooters out of those three? Zero. None. Nope. And Kendall Gill wasn't a shooter. Oh. The but yeah, the style was different. Yeah. And Bristol ran some good stuff, but they were in a condensed 
all ten guys were could all reach out and touch each other individually. I mean, it was it was so packed in back then. Right. They weren't stepping out the threes, and if anybody did, you didn't guard them. Right. And so, okay, now knowing that, and, and I'm obviously on record as I'm a LeBron over MJ guy, but not because I don't think MJ was unbelievable. But Kane and I were talking about, and he's an MJ guy, how Michael Jordan probably would average 45 nowadays. Purely because imagine the stuff he did versus basically his own two bigs guarding him every possession. Right. So his own, like people talk about the bad boys guarding him well. Well, that's because Lane Beer, Mahorn, John Sally, and those guys were sitting down. Oh, God, it's going to be a hammer dunk. We're sitting down there with Cartwright and Horace Grant, like, here we are, blocks and elbows. Come on, Michael. You couldn't do that. You couldn't do that to him now. There's no help on him now, right? So somebody was having a similar, I can't remember the podcast, it might have been Simmons, it might have been, Rashid's got a great podcast called Let's Get Technical, Rashid really? and Bonzi Wells. You got you love it, because it's all insider stuff about the league and behind the scenes. Anyway, great. Uh, one of those was comparing Dame and Iverson, and Dame is clearly a, 10 times the shooter AI was, but AI was still going against packed paints. Like AI yeah, was going ball. in there, because they were playing with Mutombo and Tyrone Hill and Eric yeah. Snow couldn't shoot. George Lynch couldn't shoot. So Iverson getting his 32, the degree of difficulty at the rim, I think, was greater than Dame faces. Now, Dame has got great range, better shooter. Uh, but I think, yeah, it's just such a contrast in how these the game is played. It's like two different worlds. Yeah. Completely different. Completely different. And you had to – coaches had to be better and more creative with their sets because it's all packed in. Yeah. And, yep. and, and it wasn't going to end with a with a twenty seven footer from the from the wing. It had to be yeah. something from ten feet or in for some of these guys, right? So I, yeah, I think that was that was one of the things we hit on in this game in particular. You and I have talked about it. The Lakers, I don't as much as it's not as aesthetically pleasing as the other teams in the that we've watched in the bubble. The Mavericks and the Clippers, one thirty to one thirty. You know, there's spacing. Right. The Lakers kind of enjoy in the mud a little bit. The Lakers yeah. kind of like, you know what? If you guys want to play 100 to 94, we're fine. We'd rather yeah. do that anyway. And that might be the best. They might be the best team to play in that low scoring. Right? I the feel like the way. Lakers and the Bucks, like, the Bucks can shoot it, but Giannis is not slicing through the Lakers I, I, just because no. of the length. Not because, like, any one guy's locking him up. I just think they're, they're that building a wall that Toronto did to him, I think the Lakers can do that, and the Clippers probably can yes. do that. He's got to see more gimmicks, and it'll be interesting to see how he reacts this year compared to last year because he fell on his face. Right. Well, what did they lost today? They lost to the Magic. Yeah, right. Have you watched Did he the, get gimmicked up at all? Did you watch that? I watched the game. Uh, it was interesting. He was – I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched the Magic for 400 days if I decided right. to watch an Orlando Magic game. So right. they just really shot it well. That's weird. The Bucks lost their first playoff game last year too, I think. Uh, and then they won, you know, four or five in a row. So it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting how he handles it. Oh, 74-69, Blazers lead the Lakers almost the end of the third quarter. Coach, we're just talking about we're back at that moment where Hazonia's in for the Blazers. So Frank yep. Vogel's no dummy. If the Blazers are going to put Hazonia in, he can rest LeBron. <laughs> Uh, but this is where some of those guys for the Lakers got to mix in and make. It's a weird game. It feels like the Lakers defensively have been a really done a really nice job, but they can't fucking score. It's, and 
Well, I missed the whole second quarter, so it's, it's tougher for me. But I don't know where the Blazers – the Lakers are scoring, but I, don't know, I, didn't, I didn't realize LeBron had a triple-double yeah. already. Yeah, LeBron's got 14-10 and 13. It's the middle of the third quarter. How much does AD – how many does AD have? AD has 13 free throws. I don't think he has, like, two field goals. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, it's um, – it's, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. It, uh, it, the Lakers – the Lakers uh, – it's just going to – if it's even – and so LeBron comes back, and they're down five. You're all right with that if you're the Lakers. Yeah. Come back in the fourth quarter. The Lake Blazers have, are just now, and I don't think I think Lillard's still in. I don't think he's rested this half. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what's been interesting? The discussion about the bubble. The you know it's hard being sequestered from your family, no doubt. But also, no guys talking about their legs feel so much better not flying so yeah, much I heard during that the playoffs. The other day. Yeah. That's great. So I think you'd probably be the only one that could relate to that. I mean, I'm not tall, but I'm not short. But I can imagine being above 6'4 is a pain in the ass on planes, even if it's oh, a charter. I mean, even if it's a charter. Even Yeah. Yeah, well, just sitting. Yeah. Especially after you've been – yeah, I mean, just – it's tough on long-limbed people and, and you're, you're pounding on your knees all day and now you're going to keep them bent for six hours right. across the country. Uh, who wants to get up and walk around the plane and playing cards? I mean, yeah, you would think that would make it be, and I didn't think about that, but I heard that the other day too. Yep. And that makes total sense. Yep. Um, and and they should play. I, I heard the playoffs are just going to have one day off. Huh? Yep, it's every other day. Months. There's none of that weird. We played Tuesday. We don't play game two till Saturday. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah, I like good that for too. Multiple reasons, but it shouldn't affect them too much because they're not traveling. Right. Right. What is the? You know what I I would really like. Yeah, I don't know if they auction these. You know how like Coach K does those fantasy camps where he has coaches come in and they play basketball. I want nothing yeah. to do with playing basketball. I would like to be like I will if I was ever rich. Can I pay money to just have the direct feed from the staffs talking during timeouts during? Oh. And I won't share it. I'll sign a confidentiality agreement. I just want to hear them talk about the game, you know, as it's going and after. I would love to be in those conversations. Like we, should, you know, we got to get more out of Damian. Oh, we do? You know what I mean? Like, just how? He can't coach at 60. You know? <laughs> you know who's killing us? You know, fucking AD's rotating slow. He's killing us. You know, just the, I would love to hear that. Um, because those guys are human, right? They're, they're just like yeah. us. They know their players like we knew ours in high school and uh, in college level. So it's uh, – I would love to hear those conversations. Yeah. They got LeBron – I saw something on right. Twitter the other day about someone said he'd pay eleven ninety nine a month to get – uh, live mics for NFL games, live mics for, you know, the major sports. All in. You guys, I'd love to hear a manager go out to the mountain and have that conversation oh, with yes. the pitcher. Yes, right. You don't have to give this guy anything. He's horrible. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, like Stripling gave up three bombs yesterday in the, in two innings, and when Dave uh, Roberts comes to get him, like, does Stripling really say, I got it? No, you yeah. don't. The I'm last one's the last one's still in orbit. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, LeBron got that break. He got the commercial break. Do you think they do that? Like LeBron's like, take me out right before the media, put me back in afterward because real time that's well, seven I, I minutes. I think there's no doubt they do that. Right. I think there's no doubt. I would like to know what the guy. Now that I see, you know, you can see the the makeup of the of the teams, coaches. You know, there's 47 coaches. I want to know right. the guy in the back left corner in the polo does because no. he's nowhere near Vogel for input. No. <laughs> is he, what is no. what is his role? And does he make more than me? I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> and maybe he's worth it, Coach. Maybe he's worth it. 
Lakers love staggers away to occupy your help. Love it. They love staggers away. They never throw it. So do I. That's great. And then post. Uh, so LeBron only got a three minute rest plus the timeout. Oh, that was a great pass. Keith, come on, buddy. Come on, man. LeBron will passive aggressive you, you too if you fuck up. Oh, no play. doubt. Oh, he'll eye roll you. No doubt. He'll eye roll you. Even even if you're J.R. Smith and get a rebound and run out the clock when you're down one. <laughs> I mean, even then, he wanted to kill him, but he, he was still a, you know, a teammate. And LeBron him. had 51 in that game, and J.R. Smith <laughs> ruined it. Oh, Gary Trent. Oh, nice play from Gary Trent. Great move. Blazers are up seven. I feel like this is the, the Lakers, play. Are the Lakers toying with them? They think they can. The Lakers can't shoot, Coach. Leave him. They can't shoot. Oh, bald eagle, great play. Oh, bald, bald eagle. eagle. The ball. If you make, oh, great play from the ball. Oh, you got to keep going. AD. Oh, good matter. Yep, hammer. Hammer. The ball's going to do a couple things. He can't score. That was a great momentum changer. Big. Big, because they let him settle for that three. They weren't even coming out on AD there. Right. They had the board. Oh, no. Real. Yeah, walk it up. Oh, real. Get off it. Pass it. Pass it now. Coach, he's trying to create. What'd I tell you? What'd I tell you about this guy? He's trying to draw he's trying to run a wing stagger for you. I think he was like an off season, like they sat in a conference room and said, you know what we should do? We should sign Mario Hazonia. We should. <laughs> and nobody was like, Why would we do said thing? <laughs> you know? Nobody said that. I'd like to be that guy. I could be you could pay me eleven dollars an hour and I'd sit in the room and just do this. Why? Well, why? You know, because sometimes you need that why. And you need you a why guy. Yeah, you just land. You don't have to change it. And sometimes you might have the answer to that. I could be the right. why guy. You know what we should do? We should take LeBron out. Why? Why would we why, do that? Why is, why is a good question even if you agree with it? That's what I'm saying. Because you got to for yeah. you got to, you know, you got to justify your thinking. You know what? I yeah. think we're going to get Damien off the ball. Why now? And yeah. just be that. Just everybody to hate me. That's fine. Can I get a blazer? Can I get a polo on? And I'll sit in the back corner. I can do it. Last 40 seconds of the quarter. We'll be back. We're back. Start of the fourth quarter. 78-75 Blazers. Coach Erickson joining us. Thoughts, sir. Mario Hazonia is still in the game. Why is he in the game? Well, I loved I loved watching a Blazer game with Lisa, my wife, and Mario Arizona bringing the ball up the court and her saying, who is that? Yes. Um, and trying to explain to her what pick he went in the draft and a little bit of his backstory and also trying to understand why he was playing point guard for a couple possessions. I'm not really sure what's going on with, uh, with the Blazers' rotations right now. I tell you this. I told Martino at the beginning of the pod, and I told Kane at the beginning of the pod, Hazonia will get a board, and he will look Dame or CJ off so he can push it. And I want to lose. I want to tear my face. I want to tear my face off. So Kane's in. Josh is in. We're all here. Fourth quarter, fellas. Fourth quarter, Josh, what do you think so far? I think it's been real clunky, but I think the Lakers like it that way. For sure. I think the the lower the score, the uglier the game, the better for the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I was a fan of both teams, I'd be more nervous about winning this game if I were the Blazers than the Lakers. It just feels like the Lakers are just kind of clogging their way to maybe win this game, and I don't know. 
the I just Uh-oh. what okay we you you're weighing all of us have had our our shot at this me and Kane me and Martino what how why are the Lakers better at defense right now than other teams is it purely because their guards are longer on the ball is it the length at the rim because they're actually defending Portland can't guard anybody but they've scored on everyone in the bubble 130 125 and they got 78. Yeah, I think it's the length. I personally think it's the length at the rim. I think that the the guard play is pretty mixed. I I'm not. I don't want to be a quote unquote hater. I cannot understand why KCP plays as many minutes as he plays. <laughs> I really like. I I just I try to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he plays really hard, and he's just one of those guys that it's like. He should be a good shooter. He looks like he could be a good shooter, but he's just not a good shooter. Right. He's a he's a good shooter that doesn't make shots. Boy, he's going to go two for nine. That's what he's going to do. Yep. It's going to happen. But, you know, Davis, I mean, I think Davis is so underrated defensively, if that's even possible. I mean, like that – it wasn't like a huge play or anything, but when he switched on a Dame, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He had that block yeah. on that mid range. I mean, what is there two guys in the NBA that make can make that? Him and Giannis, right? You know, they can move their feet and get a piece of Dame on a step back. So I think the length, um, but I don't know why. What was what was the consensus from the group? Well, our consensus was it's NBA offense has broken uh, NBA defense in general. It's too hard. Yeah. And it's not, and that's not a fault. And Kane and I were talking about the similarities between the spacing employed on offense in football and basketball, similar, spread you out, make you guard more. And then the hand check and pass interference rules have made it almost impossible to do so by yourself, which is what we'd right. all like to do. Like, five, we're just going to guard your guy. If we don't have to rotate, they don't have kicks. Well, motherfucker, we can't stay can't in front go. of this dude. No. Right. The way the yeah, rules I mean, are in the NBA, you can't stay in front. No doubt about it. Yeah, I'm thinking, Kane, you and I talked about, you know, the guards on the ball make it a little harder. But I'm thinking, Josh, you talking about length at the rim. I think those kickouts get deflected more by the Lakers' length. You know, when you watch these other teams, the kickouts are like, fucking, you might as well be attached to a line to the shooter. The Blazers haven't got as many kickouts as normal. No. Yeah, I think the I think the length definitely, but you know it's just like I think that's part of the whole. I know the Rockets thing is a whole other conversation, but this idea of it's impossible to. I mean, how do you game plan guarding a Dame Nurkic pick and roll with CJ Carmelo and Trent right. space? Like, okay, yeah. you know, there's nothing you can do. So you it's just like, all right, let's play five guys that can all switch and they can all shoot as well, and and you know that's where I'm not a a Rockets fan, I don't think they're going to win the championship, but, you know, you kind of get the idea of, like, all right, we don't think we can play Capella, right. because we don't think that we can guard a Lillard pick and roll, or last year a Curry pick and roll, you know, when everybody on the floor can shoot or pass it, whatever, I mean, it's just, like, being a defensive coordinator in the NBA sounds like, you yeah. know, being in the Trump administration <laughs> sounds like the worst job in the world. <laughs> Sorry to make that political. No, Kane had a whole Biden rant in the second quarter. It's fine. We're in. <laughs> We're all in. If you're listening to this podcast and you're dumbfounded about where we land, you're in the wrong spot. You can go ahead and carry on. There's other places to land. I think Joe Rogan's got a podcast rolling later on today. You know? <laughs> Kane, how was your Chris Weber third quarter experience? Because I'm really enjoying him on mute. <laughs> 
you know, he wasn't as bad in the third quarter. I, I kind of had him on mute my, myself because I was, I was halfway watching the game, halfway listening to uh, our latest debacle with our neighbors and, and uh, oh, no. my oh. wife dealing with our neighbor with the whole well. And this. Oh. I mean, it, it's, it's uh, oh. just a word of advice to anybody out there uh, when you start dealing with your own house and, and start dealing with neighbors make sure that your neighbors and you don't have to actually coincide with anything regarding your house regarding your yard your fence because it's just it's a miserable miserable ordeal and i don't care if the neighbors are great people great whatever it's going to end messy when it's all said and done. are these the neighbors that are living their life fearless and going no mask they're not afraid no that's 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 well. They're they're really bold. Oh, okay. Um, both sides of it. So I'm oh, surrounded, surrounded by, by, by fearless. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but no fear participants. But um, th- th- these are the ones that have been since we've moved in. They have got us on our our front porch lights that need to be turned they off after an hour. On our front disturbs. porch lights. <laughs> yeah, they they. <laughs> They've got us on that, and then they, they got us on uh, uh, one of our windows in our upstairs faces directly on their back patio, and at a certain point of the night, the way the sun hits the, our window reflects directly into their patio, and apparently have this blinding ray of light that we <laughs> needed to do something about, or else they weren't going to be able to enjoy their back patio. The blinding oh, ray of light. No, no, I don't I can't make this shit up. And, uh, and then... The latest is, like I said, we've, we've gone in on a well with them, and so we don't have to pay a ridiculous amount of water bill because of uh, trying to make sure my grass is really green. Because I've, I've come to that point in my life where I'm very domesticated, and I really my, I have to have green grass. And uh, so I want to show you. Make sure you're wasting money on that so you can mow it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never makes sense. Exactly. exactly. So I'm really good for the environment. Let's just put it that way. Um, but anyway, so we, we went in on a well with both sets of neighbors. So we've got three houses on this one well and a well also, you have to have pipes that run, uh, enable in order to get all the houses, obviously on the sprinklers to the irrigation system, you've got to have pipes. And anyway, I'm not going to bore everybody with the details of this scenario, but bottom line is. My wife received a text at 8.30 tonight that uh, set her off because it was just this, again, these guys have got us on all these different things over the course of our time in this neighborhood, and, and we're about fed up with it. So it's it's, and, it's uh, Chad and Karen next door on both sides? The, it's the definition of, of Karen. And, and uh, so that's what we were dealing with. So I was on mute, so I didn't get a chance to hear C-Web a whole lot. I already talked about it. Alex Caruso, overrated or underrated? You, because he's like a cult <laughs> legend. I will so stand I, I, for I, I, I no. Know where, I know where Kip is. I yeah. know where Kip is. Kaka! You know. The bald! <laughs> I like him. I've always liked him. <laughs> All right, so pro- is he pro- properly rated, Coach Martino? Um, I'm going to say no. I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated. I like it. If I'm asked, you need a guy to get four hockey assists, two deflections, and an old board. He's your guy every night. <laughs> he he's your guy for a good hard three minutes, where he's just going to go out there and harass. Like he'd be yeah. awesome. He oh would be God. absolutely awesome if in this series, if the Lakers had some sort of anybody else as far as the backcourt, uh, some kind of resemblance of 
a backcourt besides LeBron James, right? And you could bring this guy off the bench for a good hard five minutes in each half where he just came in and harassed the shit out of your best player on the other team, right? So Dame Lillard, he would just be freaking in his face, picking him up 92 feet like your, your Twitter guys want to pick him up 92 <laughs> feet. You would put that guy out to do that for a good full five minutes. And hopefully Dame Lillard punches him at some point. Um, he gets you that one dunk every game that just gets your whole bench you going. You mean that hammer right? from the first quarter? Yeah, exactly. Hammer. Where he just takes off and he just he's the the wind beneath everyone's wings for a good two minutes. <laughs> uh, that would be that's his role. That would be be awesome. But the role that he has to play for the Lakers right now, where he's extended minutes, uh, I just feel like that. It's way too much for that guy. <laughs> Josh, what happened to Waiters Island and J.R. Smith? Because they have not been in the playoff rotation. I think that if they could have gotten rid of J.R. Smith after the first practice in the bubble, they would. Um, I think Dion Waiters, I actually think, I, like, and again, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I think Dion Waiters is going to play whether for better or for worse could be positive could be negative he's gonna play a role in one of the lakers series at some point a key role are you saying um, role are you saying win or are you just saying he's you know gonna I'm be saying? involved he might, lose, he might lose him a game like he's gonna jack like he's gonna jack one up and i can see him <laughs> finishing a fourth quarter um on the floor i just think that the blazers is the worst matchup for Dion waiters in the western conference because you know, Waiters Island, he loves to stroke it, he loves to score, he loves to play offense, but, like, he's not trying to chase Damon CJ off 10 screens no. every possession. <laughs> so, you know, Waiters, I mean, I'm not a Waiters fan, but do I think, you know, if they're playing Houston or, you know, Denver down the road, that he's going to actually play quality minutes? I mean, it's possible. Who has Look spent at, less like, time? KCP. KCP's playing 20 minutes. I know. Like, he's throwing threes <laughs> off the side of the backboard. There's no question. Know? That's another guy that does not belong on the court as much as, like, you, you hit it earlier. He, how does he play this many minutes? Well, bottom line, they don't have anybody else. Guys, you can't You can't put fat-ass waiters in. You can't put J.R. Smith because God knows where his head is. It, it just is it's, – it's a sad – scenario for this and you win the championship with what these people you're throwing out here then exactly that's people ripping the lakers except for ad they guard they do guard they guard that's no you they they can i mean and lebron's got what 15 assists he's like like 15 15 and 15 right now caruso on any other team is you know he's like fun and like oh he's interesting player right on the lakers you could finish a game with him because right you know he doesn't have to play make i mean lebron he's you know, exactly right at Correct. the end of the day it's a stars league lebron ad and three guys that can play defense um probably give i'm not saying they're guaranteed to win obviously but it gives you a chance to yep. win it and so, that's that just speaks to the greatness of, of lebron and, and ad who has exactly. spent less time in the bubble weight room? Deion Waiters or Jared Dudley? Who spent less time when LeBron <laughs> goes to... They don't even know where the weight room is. <laughs> they, they have no idea where it is. <laughs> I, Kane, I, I, Kane knows I've been on... You guys all know I've been on a fishing kick. I would love to be in the pond that Disney stocked for these guys because it's auto-catch. There is seven <laughs> fish per one square inch of water. And they're all 19 inches. Yes, too. They're all the big I would dogs. be yeah. there. Because I caught a uh, three-inch fish after seven hours of grinding at the Sayuslaw River this weekend. Made my day. Made my day. 
Lincoln, not so much. Not happy about it. Oh, Dwight yeah. Howard's in fouling. Josh, what was that about first quarter? Dwight Howard just assaulting people. I don't know what's going on with Dwight Howard. It's just like I thought the wheels came off a few weeks ago with him, you know, not wearing a mask and doing all that. And you could just kind of feel like the Lakers were having buyer's remorse. Like, why did he bring him in? But, I mean, honestly, though, in this game, he's been a lunatic with the fouling. But I think he's made a positive difference. Yeah. Like, you know, he just is willing to play physical and dirty and kind of be the bad guy. Which Did you guys see that screen the bald eagle that? just set? Did you see the screen the ball just set for LeBron's three? He murdered Mello. You guys are sleeping on the bald. I tell you, every no, D three. You put that like in him. any other squad, and he he does. He's probably your least favorite player. Kane, every D three team in America would start Alex Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Kip, you're you're pro Caruso. Oh, I love Caruso. I'm a. I totally I agree the, with you guys. Only, I totally right agree now, with you guys. Only negative Caruso. Wow, guy. I love Caruso too, Kip. I thought that you were gonna be uh, saying that Caruso's overrated. No, um, Caruso's my second favorite Laker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. That's how bad this Laker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's LeBron. <laughs> it's LeBron. Josh, I, I'm fully committing. The bubble has fully brought out my fanboy. I fanboy over Dame. Like, it's a silly amount how much I fanboy over Dame. If any, I will stand for no slander of Dame, probably from here to the, my dying days. I love him. And Caruso, is, he's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the thing that's like, what Dame has done this whole season, but especially in the bubble, like, is is legendary, but let's say that they lose to the Lakers in the first round. It's like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Like bullshit. It bullshit means, yeah, it means a lot. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the NBA. That's sports. If you don't win the championship, whatever you did doesn't matter. Dame, I mean, it was basically think, a March Madness run that he put on that he didn't oh get to gosh. do. Kane, didn't we talk about that? It was basically yeah. eight games cl- close to what March Madness requires. The dude was silly. And if he loses to the Lakers, he loses to the Lakers. Right now, we're just fouling exactly. everywhere. I, who fucking cares? It, can we talk about Skip Bayless for a second? Can he? No. Can he be fired? <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's not even give. Let's not even give Skip. He can't be fired because everybody keeps talking about him. Oh, he's a dumb shit. Who listens to him? Like, who's like? You know what I should do this morning? Turn on. I used to watch for Shannon Sharp when during football season. I like Uncle Sharp, but I and Skip is the worst. He's the absolute worst. Look at That's Caruso. Why he can't be fired. Look at Caruso locking up CJ. Look at the bald. Never mind. Money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great effort, though. 87-84. We'll be right back. You guys are working with. We're back. <laughs> Damian Lillard just hit a logo Lillard from fucking the. It was the logo, wasn't it? It was the logo. Yeah. Kane and Josh are like seven seconds ahead of me and Martino, so we're having double reactions to crazy <laughs> shit. Blazers are up 92-89. Where do we want to start? Whiteside making big blocks. Danny Green can't dribble. KCP's back. Those are all quotes we've all said. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, the Lakers are going to – the Lakers' offense is LeBron figured out. That's their offense. And I'm not even blaming Frank Vogel. He doesn't got the same type of dudes on the outside. No. But it's no. figured out, LeBron. It really is. That's what LeBron just did for four years. Yeah, and that's kind of how he likes exactly to roll, right. though, too. That's how he likes to roll. He likes to be in control. 
Oh, Damien uh, is real. Like, but, like, hold on, though. I, I don't like Whiteside, but you got to give this guy some credit. That, like, Miami, I mean, they were trying. I mean, they get, got rid of him for nothing. I mean, they were just like, get rid of this guy. I don't yeah. care if he averages 18 and 11 and three blocks. Yep. And, <laughs> like, he's made a huge impact in this game. And, heck, I mean, they went to Whiteside and Nurkic. Oh, they're, are they back there? Oh, they took Whiteside out. They've no. been playing those two together though, like it's 1995. Oh my God, KCPS! What the fuck is happening here? This is this is. Hell I gotta mute dish. these two fuckers. They're killing me. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna mute myself. You guys just, <laughs> oh, just ask me a question. 9289. Oh, yeah, the, at the commercial yourself. breaks, we'll join up. We're I watching. Shits about this game. Oh, KCP! What is he doing? What is he oh, my doing? God. Almost hit the rim. We got ISO. 245, Damon LeBron. This is sick. This is worth the price of admission. Oh, the Lakers are in a zone a little bit. Lakers are in a zone. Mellow. Zombie Mellow. Zombie Mellow. 95, 89, Mellow with a huge three. Holy hell. Holy hell. Those are two massive. KCP keeps dribbling. Danny Green. Oh, that's standard. Oh, Coos! The Coos! Oh, that was LeBron. You know, your ro- you know your rotation's bad when the head coach is scrambling to get his eighth man back in the game. Caruso? Caruso to, <laughs> get, <laughs> to get KCP out. Yes. I mean, Seriously. What is going on? Remember we were worried that Deion Waiters would be unaware that it wasn't his moment? That's a foul on Danny Green. He just two-hand shoved Nurk. We were worried that KCP wouldn't know. I mean, that Waiters wouldn't know it was his time. If if the Lakers lose this game, the uh, Dion Waiters will make an early appearance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He might start. And who? Like, if you Vogel, why wouldn't you say, you know what? Out of you three, one of you gets to play today. KCP, it's not you today. Your turn, Dion. Jr., you're gonna back him up. KCP, we've seen it. If we don't get you a triple stagger for you to curl to the rim, you can't play. That can't affect what you're doing too much. You might as well do that. Seriously. I know you're half joking. Right. But why wouldn't you? This is this is silly. If they how are they gonna guard this? Yes. No, no, but the fourth is just God yeah. shock. Nice dude. Ooh. Wait, what's uh that was a great pass well. from LeBron. It was a great Fucking pass from LeBron. 95 93. That's a big turn. We'll be back. Minute and a half. Well, that was just bizarre, guys. It's 193 Blazers. Gary Trent hit a big three. The Lakers came down and shit their ba- shit their pants and let Caruso take a pull-up three. That's not in the bald's job description. And that then was the Lakers by the Blazers in that sequence. The Bla- Lakers didn't foul. They didn't foul the entire time. What's happening? Was that just the surrender button in game one? What are we I doing? Think that's, I think that that's just like what just happened. How did we end up at this point? And yeah. just not really sure, you know, what's going on. But hey, I Josh, my sister in law, your wife, Lisa, tell her she's going to be on the pod because she got tape saying, Am I missing something? Why aren't they fouling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to tell you that you're going to be on the pod because I can hear you saying, am I missing something? Why did they not foul <laughs> uh, LeBron's got, what has he got, 2015 and 15? 
say. What is LeBron but, yeah, saying? This, this, the, the story tomorrow that obviously the the stupid me is going to go with, but it was important was those four missed free throws in a row. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Him and AD. I mean, they they had. I mean, Martino, you said it. They were up what five or six, and it felt like they were up Blake, six. Lakers are pulling away. Yeah, they were up six and had the ball and lost in the scramble, and Damian hit a deep three. That's right. It could have been a huge. I mean, that was a big five-point swing. Oh wow, wow! You know, LeBron has never lost a first-round playoff series. Now he's lost. I don't know if he's lost a game one. Has he lost a game one? He's not losing in this series. Yeah, I mean, this is this is Lakers in six. Yeah, I'm I mean, telling Blazers you guys. Going to hit three huge threes like that in three games. The Blazers are silly enough to think they're just as good. They're silly enough to think that. Look at look at Melo. Melo's under the impression I told you, I'm in the same level as LeBron. I always have been. That's no, what Melo, Melo like before the game is watching highlights of Oak Hill and St. Vincent, right? In December 2001. <laughs> like I like LeBron. He didn't want it. I gave him 24 and eight. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt that Melo still has that mindset. I mean, that's a fun win for Portland, but uh, it's it's still Lakers and. And six, I think. Yeah. How long are we going to keep saying that, though, guys? I'm telling you, that guy right there, Damian, is the best leader in the NBA. I'm telling you. The guy's silly. What do you have tonight? 35? I know. Hold on. I love Dame, too, but, like, you know. Who's a better leader? Tell me who's a better leader. Who galvanizes and gets everyone on the same? But, but at the end of the day, like that—that's great. He—he he could be the best leader in the NBA, but like that doesn't mean that they're going to beat the Lakers in the first round series. And how, what's your definition of a leader? Like, what's like, what, what are you what are you defining? How do you? A leader them? raises the level of others. A leader demands then accountability. How is LeBron still not that guy. I haven't took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the fucking NBA Finals. How many years? Every team he was on for eight straight years. I would say. As the biggest LeBron fan on the planet, if we're comparing leadership, I'm not sure LeBron's the best leader in the league. LeBron's passive-aggressive yeah, bullshit. I don't, disagree, I don't disagree with you on that at all. I think Dame's the best leader in the NBA, but I don't think that like the best leader in the NBA means that you're going to beat a better basketball team. That's all I think. I just think the Lakers at the end of the day, like LeBron and AD in a seven-game series, they're they're going to beat the Blazers. But well, we, that's nothing to take away from Dame as a leader. That Yeah, I mean, but that's that's the nature of a series. Absolutely. I, I think six is good. I think anybody would have said – I think nobody thought they were going to win tonight. Anybody I think they're going to win tonight? Would, Wait, that's not I think true. there was – yeah, I think like there was the plenty Blazers of talk. Mo- of... The Blazers' momentum and like, oh, this is a terrible matchup. I mean, it's like pretty – it's pretty loud. Yeah, I, I think the all the hype that came into this thing with the way Damien's been playing, I think there was a lot of people that picked – or we're hoping that this would be the case going into this game. You've so, got enough LeBron haters out there that they're rooting this on, have been rooting this, wanted this matchup for this particular moment. So that they could say that, oh, here we go. Here's the end of LeBron as we know it. Dame's going to put an end to it. Is it anti-LeBron? What? I don't know if it's anti. Yeah, maybe. The Lakers haven't been good. I the whole bubble. Who, who besides you guys out in Oregon are rooting for the Portland Trailblazers if they're not the broad haters? <laughs> That's mean, a good point. Really That's a good point. That's a good point. You guys yeah. are in the midst of it. You love the Trailblazers. But a majority of them tuned in tonight, not because of <laughs> hoping for the Trailblazers, but Great more place. of 
Yeah, that's true. I that's a good point. LeBron go down. Yeah, I want to see. The I hope Damian lights him up. I hope Damian lights him up. I don't give two shits about the Blazers, but I want LeBron going down. Kane, you're right, but also don't discount the uh, 2,300 Clipper fans, Clipper Nation, that are all rooting for the Lakers to go down in the first round. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It it has nothing to do with Blazer mania, Rip City. It has everything to do with LeBron James and people not wanting LeBron to be successful. Who and I'm, I'm shit. I, I I went fanboy on you with with you the other day on the pod as far as Dame. I love Dame too, but let's not over let's not over um, emphasize the fact that uh, or underestimate the hatred for LeBron. No, no, I agree with that. Who laid a bigger egg today, the Bucks or the Lakers? The Bucks by far, because it's the Orlando. Bucks, fucking Orlando Magic. <laughs> who on that? Who on that in? in I love Terrence Ross. I think I wish the Lakers would have picked up Terrence Ross. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's anyone that uh, <laughs> felt that they were going to not only beat him, but run away from him in the end. Is yeah, the run away from him and the Magic were like, what, Aaron Gordon didn't play? Aaron Gordon didn't play. I, Isaac, exactly. Isaac's were, is out. They weren't even full. I mean, I couldn't tell you the starting they, five they of the Magic. Signed, I couldn't tell you. Dennis. Dennis Scott and Nick Anderson off waivers. So, but what came to your point with the hatred, the story will be LeBron losing. It won't be Giannis. No, and it'll, it'll be, the story will be LeBron and AD hit, missing those free throws. Yep. Uh, and the, not the fact that he did go for 23, 17 and 15, uh, but I, st- I, fuck man. I said it from the, at the start of this thing that the Lakers look like shit. Yeah, they They've do. Been look like shit. Okay, before we wrap up, does that mean we're switch? Who's who's going to win it after today? Well, and the my play- question, my question for you guys is: as leaders and coaches, and I know it's different in the NBA. What do you do if you're Vogel right now? What do you talk about tomorrow? Are there are you scared? I think they just make lineup adjustments, right? You just try are to figure just, out. Like, we're just going to go do it again. They're I think they got to figure out, eight, and we're just going to beat them. Why don't they start Kuzma? Because they can't guard a three? Because he's better as a four? The they want offense off the bench? I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think they don't. I think that the, the thing with Kuzma is that Anthony Davis is like pretty adamant for whatever reason, like Tim Duncan was early in his career. Like, no, I'm not a center. I'm a power forward. No. And so they have to start McGee, even though they're going to finish every game with Anthony right. Davis. So, I think I think Dwight Howard, as crazy as he was, helped the Lakers. McGee was non-factor. I think they got to get something out of KCP Waiters, something out of that spot, right? If yeah, they don't, you don't change anything I, if you're him. You just roll. I, I think you, I, I think you mix up the, the a, a few of the rotations. Right. I think, I think it's personnel. I mean, to be honest, as much as I don't like Waiters, I probably give Waiters uh, a go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, KCP was such a minus. Um, but I don't. KCP I think, took a you know, baseline floaty and a left-handed flip in the under three-minute mark. Two straight possessions. <laughs> but why is he in the game? I don't. Why is he in the game? And and I think to me, there's there's got to be a point where you say we can't play Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Javale McGee. Those you can't have two bigs on the floor because Portland's going to match with fucking Hassan. You're clogging up. The yeah, middle. Portland's bigs yeah, are right? better. Portland's you're bigs are better. Hassan Whiteside had a huge impact on the game down the stretch when LeBron was getting to the bucket, but was he was able to fucking get to uh, actually. Um, wow, I can't even. 
say it because it doesn't happen very often that he was making sure that LeBron couldn't fucking finish. Right. And you get Hassan Whiteside out of there, and who were they have in the middle in order to defend that down the stretch? I don't think you can play Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis at the same time, or JaVale McGee and Anthony Davis as much as they did in this game. There's just no shot making for LA. Martino, what do you, Martino, what do you think? I think you got to try. You're talking about KCP and and. Uh, I mean, just if you're Vogel going into game two, what are you doing? I think I changed the rotation, like you said. You got to give you, you. KCP killed you a multiple times today, but I yeah. don't know if it. But he, I mean, he knows that team better than anybody else. He Correct. I think Dion's going to hurt him way more than that. So yeah, I mean, you got to. I don't know. That's why I asked you guys because I don't know what I do. I think I almost feels like something needs to be said, something needs to be done. But you also don't want to act like you're scared that you're going to lose. But my goodness, you couldn't you couldn't step on their throat when you kind of had them late in the third. Yeah. And is this is where the is this where the bubble difference plays in? Because game three, if it was in Portland and it was one one, would be fucking insane. And now it's not going to be any different. Now it's going to yeah, be like this game's I in LA. Do the Lakers end up winning? I don't know. I think three, the bubble difference, like when you're mm. when you're up six in Staples with eight minutes left in the fourth, right? Like crowds take me home, right? Right. I mean, that's right. where this this whole bubble thing to me, like, I mean, the biggest the biggest winners of all of this, and it's not even close, are the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. don't have a they yeah. don't have a fan base, and they were going to have to play what the Lakers in a seven game series where they're the road that's team, seven ball. games, yeah. Like, I don't know. This feels set up for them. I still think the Lakers are going to round into shape a little bit, but um, I don't know. I think Martino, there's a little adjust you can make, but you know, they, they were the best team all season and like they really had this game even after a slow start. I think you just have to like, you know, you're going to go back and talk about these loose balls. They didn't get missed free throws. And um, you know, if you lose two or three games, is it then time to hit the panic button a little bit? Yeah, maybe, but the thing too is like this is the first game the Lakers have played actually played since what March 11th. Yeah, yeah. And the Blazers yeah. have played what eight of these that's games? Eight elimination that's games. So yeah, that's where that's like the close game thing. Like that is going to come out, and I think that's going to be the longer the series goes. You know, I think the more challenging it is for the Blazers, a team that doesn't have a lot of depth and Dame. I mean, you he know, didn't rest this, fourth quarter. This happened last year. Let's be honest. Dame in the first two rounds of playoffs was maybe the best player in the playoffs. And even towards the end of the second round against Denver, I mean, he's human. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that Thunder series wore him down. And I mean, the end of the Denver series, it was more CJ that kind of was the one creating down the stretch. Cause right. it's just hard for a guard to create and do all this. Guys, they're just going to get Zach Collins back. Josh, they're going to get ZC <laughs> back. Collins. He's so bad. I trade well, him in a second. They don't play Simons at all. Great, the hope. Yeah, Simons. They don't play him at all. They he could go over and play for the Lakers tomorrow, and I don't think the Blazers would care. He would start. He would start immediately <laughs> for the Lakers. <laughs> Gary Trent would be the Lakers' third best player right now. Content reminder: the opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone, and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.